0: <laughs> we'll see you in court. <laughs> Thank you. Have a nice day. Oh, hi, Mark. It's delicious. <laughs> oh, my God! Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the Big Fat Cult movie podcast. My name is Chris Mayo. I'm an actor, a writer, a comedian, and a lover of weird and wonderful films. Each episode, I will be joined by a special guest who will pick a cult film from a list of films that I send them. We will then go away, watch that film separately, and come back to discuss it together on the podcast. This episode, I am really excited to be joined by Clarice Lockrey. Clarice is chief film critic at The Independent, one of the major newspapers in the UK. She is also a regular stand-in for Mark Kermode on his BBC Radio 5 film show with Simon Mayo. No relation. And she also has her own YouTube channel, That Darn Movie Show, which I highly recommend you check out if you're a film fan, which of course you are. Clarice is also a good friend of mine. I've known her for about eight or nine years, and only now am I discovering that her surname is pronounced Lockery and not Lowry. Sorry about that. I'm very excited to have Clarice on the podcast as a guest, not only because she is a good friend of mine, not only because she is hugely knowledgeable and passionate about films, but of course because... From the list of films that I sent her, she chose, of her own free will, this week's film, Samurai Cop. His real name is Joe Marshall. They call him Samurai. He speaks fluent Japanese. Omaha, Yamaha, whatever his his name is, right? Are you Fujiyama? He got his martial arts training from the Masters in Japan. He was brought over here from the police force in San Diego to fight us. I want him dead! I want his head cut off and brought here! I want his head on this piano! I will bring you his head and I will place it on your piano. And we'll see who the real samurai is. As with every episode of the Big Fat Cult podcast, we will be ripping apart the films for good and for bad. And that means that there will be lots of spoilers. So if you haven't seen the film and want to see the film and don't want it to be spoiled, then do go and check it out. You can currently stream it on Amazon Prime in the UK. If you want to tweet us your thoughts on the film, you can tweet the podcast at BigFatCult, you can tweet me at Chris underscore Mayo, and you can tweet Clarice at Clarice Lou L-O-U. As well as these long episodes looking at films in depth with a guest, I'm also going to be releasing some occasional shorter episodes where I pick some of my favourite cult films that I didn't feel would fit quite into the structure of the podcast, but nonetheless are films that I really recommend or really want to talk to people about. For those episodes, I'm hoping to release at least one a month, and they will look at three or four films just in a little bit Shorter detail, but with the same categories that we look at in the main podcast. That's enough waffling for me. Uh, thank you again for tuning in. Please do like and subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please uh, give a nice rating and review. That would be really appreciated. Okay. Let's crack straight on with episode two of the Big Fat Cult movie podcast. Hey, Clarice, thanks for coming on the podcast to talk about the wonderful piece of cinema that is Samurai Cop. How are you doing? Are you, are you okay?
1: I'm, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> surviving living surviving hanging in there
1: um you know coasting through (laughs) how are you
0: um yeah i'm good i'm i'm adapting to this life of watching weird films and then talking about them via whatsapp and the internet it's it's um you know this is my life now
1: it's a pretty ideal distraction i would say
0: yeah i've forgotten what's real and it's just nice to talk to another human being and see someone's face (laughs) so thanks for that Thanks for indulging Human me for a, an hour and a bit.
1: <laughs> no worries.
0: Yeah, it's 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 my training for being accepted back into society at some point in twenty twenty five. Some it's going to be good. It's going to be good. So I, I feel confident about it. And you know what? What better way to to spend an hour than talk about some exciting films? And uh, the film today we are looking at is samurai cop how how did you become aware of samurai cop what made you um pick it from the from the list of films
1: i saw it uh at one of those like all night movie madness things that the why don't I it was at the Edinburgh Cameo Cinema, which okay, is a picture yeah. house cinema, and they, they did one of those like crazy all nighters of <laughs> you know, crazy movies. Nice and Samurai Cop I think was the first one because my friend fell asleep with a wine of glass like perfectly balanced in her cleavage. Like it was literally <laughs> like a miracle of like acrobatics. I don't know how she did it. <laughs> um, but yeah, she fell asleep during samurai cop and we what? had
0: to leave oh afterwards oh my god that's surely yeah. a criminal offense
1: <laughs> so that's kind of my my memory of samurai cop is watching it and then looking over and just seeing like the most incredible thing i've ever seen <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i mean I, I feel the two events would complement themselves quite well That that wouldn't be a you know out of place scene in in samurai cop
1: that's true yeah
0: <laughs> so how long ago was that that you saw it for the first time
1: oh my god it's so long <laughs> Maybe, maybe coming up like nearly a decade. It was when I was at university. Back for the anniversary. Um, Happy to hear it. Yeah. So it was, (laughs) I can't remember when. It was at some point while I was at university. I saw it. And to be fair, I haven't seen it since because it's not really the film that you're like lounging around at home <laughs> going, "Oh, what shall I watch?" Yeah, yeah just I mean, put I, on Samurai Cop. I did, I did Cop. feel
0: slightly bad bringing a proper film person who writes about proper films to be like, "Hey, Clarice, <laughs> how about we sit down and deconstruct Samurai Cop?" So you know, thank you for thank you for uh, agreeing to this.
1: Oh, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> I'm excited.
0: <laughs> and uh, what what's your opinion on cult films in general um, under underappreciated films underground films strange weird and wonderful films how do you how do you feel about them
1: what's interesting i guess they kind of curve off into two groups don't they because there's like actually good cult films you know like this, the work of like john waters uh which are just movies that were despised at the time and now have been rediscovered and found their fandom and found their appreciation and then there's stuff like Samurai Cop. Which is just like god awful trash that probably should have been like (laughs) forgotten and and never discussed or distributed again. But somehow we've all culturally latched onto them, and that I think it's a really like interesting phenomenon in itself. Because like why like why do we do that? Why are we so obsessed watching (laughs) with watching bad movies? It's such it's so strange.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's a good. um, It's just a good release of. Fun, I think. I mean, a lot, I mean, some of them are genuine, genuinely terrible, but I think this is a, a film that you can sit down and have fun with and watch all the way through. And, uh, yes, it's terrible and cheesy, but you're going to have a good time watching it, I think. Or how did, how did you find it, uh, coming back to it after, after 10 years?
1: Hey, it's weird. So much of it was white noise to me watching it a second time <laughs> because. There are moments in it that is so brilliantly awful and clueless. And like I guess the the in, the fun thing about cult films is trying to imagine like everybody on the day just <laughs> yeah. like standing around this like utterly hapless director who can't even like shoot a sequence in the right order or from the right angles. Yep. But then a lot like it's so nonsense like none of the shots line up
0: (laughs) no some of the lighting doesn't line up yeah
1: they're like in different locations (laughs) and so I think like in my my because quarantine has broken my brain Mm, let's just say that and so I think with like my, like, like, broken little lockdown brain, it just became white noise because my brain couldn't put together the, <laughs> it, like, couldn't put the story together. Yeah. And I was just, like, consuming images and seeing really weird things, and my brain, like, wasn't quite processing everything properly. So I'm sorry if I, like, I feel like I'm going to be bad at contributing to oh, this. Oh, no, 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 no. I
0: don't, I don't, uh, I don't think anyone is expecting a uh, thorough thesis on, <laughs> on, the, on the work of Samurai Cop. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah I feel like... Broken Brain is the perfect way to um, explore this film. Uh, I'm going to read out the uh, the summary or the synopsis, rather, from IMDb. I don't think I could uh, describe it um, in any any more succinct way than this. Uh, Joe Marshall and Frank Washington are two tenacious police detectives who seek at all costs to stop the Katana, a renegade jacuzza gang composed of violent and sadistic killers who want to lead the drug trade in Los Angeles. I mean... That sounds like a good film, right?
1: Yeah, that sounds like a real movie.
0: (laughs) It came out, it was released in 1991, uh, directed by Amir Chavan, written by Amir Chavan. And as you know, it's listed as an action crime thriller. Comedy is not on there for some reason. But um, the 90s were a good decade for cult films, I think, or at least the not so good ones.
1: (laughs) This feels so 80s to me. I it can't, does I, yeah i am actually i don't believe it's 1991 this is a lie <laughs> like it's from the 80s It's eighties. Yeah, genuinely i mean <laughs>
0: everything about it the music the lighting the cars the um boobs yeah the boobs everything yeah i was i, I agreed it definitely feels something. Um, uh I, I think that's mainly uh the equipment and budget and hairstyles that they had available at the time of filming <laughs> <laughs> which which yeah i mean there's this <laughs> i mean there's so many i mean i've got you know planned things to say but there's so many um tangents this is gonna go off in because my god there's there's a lot wrong and a lot happening in this film at any one time <laughs> i'm gonna read you a few bits of trivia from imdb to kick off just to see uh you know again of course th- some of these may be completely fabricated bits of nonsense but then at this point you know i think let's let's take what we can get apparently almost every single shot in the film was done in a single take which
1: yeah you can tell <laughs>
0: <laughs> should we talk about um the lead actor um matt hannon or credited as matt hannon but goes by the name matthew karedes yeah uh did you do you know the story behind his hair in the in the film
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> he thought he'd rapped on the film right yes and he was like amazing let me cut off this ugly ugly ass hair <laughs> no offense to this man i'm sorry <laughs> but it's such bad hair and then suddenly he was called back and he thought it was just reshoots and yep. they're like okay let's get your wig and then the <laughs> only wig they could find was what well, a woman's wig which i think is not the problem the wig is like I don't know how this is possible, but the wig looks like it's three times bigger than the size of his head. <laughs> yeah. His head looks so small. He yeah. looks like he has a little tiny, like.
0: He's sort of like an action man, really, isn't he? In, in all respects. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know, in Beetlejuice, where they go to the waiting room at hell, and there's that guy with, like, the shrunken head? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks like that. It's very really weird. So, yeah. So, yeah, but. Did I finish the story? <laughs> I got distracted by wigs.
0: Yeah. So he. Uh, so yeah, they could only find a, a woman's wig, and they had to film half of the film.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. It wasn't actually reshoots. It was like the second half of the movie. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's just <sighs> bad planning. Not knowing that you'd have to come back and film another, and you know, forty-five minutes worth of footage.
1: Imagine, imagine being told that you think you're done.
0: I mean, he literally cut his literally cuts the part out of himself. Is that right? This hair is done. This part is over. No one will recognise me from... Ah, shit, I've got to make another 45 minutes. Yeah, amazing. I mean, that, that one of the highlights for me is just watching the ever-changing <laughs> state of the hair from uh, yeah, from sort of slightly complemented by his ever-changing tan, which seems to have a life of its own throughout the film as well. Yeah. Oh, the entire movie is shot during daytime because they couldn't uh, afford lighting to <laughs> film at night. Obviously, the daylight changes in-between scenes so there's fight scenes that are suddenly almost pitch black and then in brilliant sunshine it's beautiful (laughs) so yeah let's go through the uh topics then so sex and nudity in samurai cop oh boy (laughs) i mean it's all there it's all there uh you get to see uh matt in um some beautiful speedos on the beach how do you feel about that
1: Um, not good <laughs> not good chris not good
0: <laughs> yeah i mean this i mean i've made some bullet points sex and unity i wrote a lot awkward kissing no one knows how to <laughs> I mean, they just sort of it's like they've been thrown together and thought right kiss like some people kiss you know kissing do some kissing and then they start with the chin for some reason and sort of work their way up to the mouth it's um, yeah, it's like some sort of sci-fi film. It's quite disturbing. I was disturbed. Were you disturbed?
1: Well, yeah. This is the reason I'm I'm so convinced it's actually an '80s movie <laughs> because I don't know if you feel the same way. Sex in the '80s was disgusting. Like every '80s movie I watch, and there's a sec- like this. To- the sex scene in Top Gun, repellent. <laughs> like two beautiful people come together like makes me want to throw up and I don't know what it is about the 80s that like no one knew how to do sex and no offense to anybody who had sex during the 80s I'm sure you did it good and right <laughs> but on on film does disa- dis- disaster after disaster
0: <laughs> I wonder if that I wonder if it's a direction thing like trying to get around the censorship maybe and make it look sensual in a stylized way or if they're just really uncomfortable and hoping for the best or it's yeah. yeah, I mean, in this one, uh, a butt is used as a transition between scenes, which is <laughs> which genuinely astounded me. They just move someone's bum uh, into the camera and then cut to the next scene, which you know it's it's like rope essentially. It's you know it's the it's the Hitchcock of um, action films. This uh, samurai cop they did a did a marvelous <laughs> job there.
1: <laughs> There's also like, the longest shot of boobs I've ever seen. Like, I've yep. never seen the camera hold on a... Pa- and that sex scene is so weird because she's on top and and it, it, it goes to her face, but then, like, clearly the cameraman kept getting distracted because <laughs> yeah. then it, it, like, it tries to go up to face. It's like, right... Film the face, film the face, film the face. <laughs> and then the camera just slowly goes down and goes boobs.
0: <laughs> hold, hold. And it holds hold. and it just keeps
1: holding. And you're just looking at boobs for like a full two minutes. You're like, I don't, what do you want me to do with this information? I'm a straight woman. Like,
0: they're not actually having sex during all this as well. She's just sort of True. rolling her head around, doing some neck exercises, yeah. sort of rubbing her face with her hair. And then she grabs his hands and rubs them over his hairy. 80s Manchester, and then over her fe- it yeah it's and that that it just goes on for far too long porno music in the background which again makes it feel very 80s some sort of filthy jazz <laughs> there's yeah. some filthy poppy jazz playing yeah and lots of lots of sex proposition in this film as well i mean he basically wants to have sex with every <laughs> woman in this <laughs> film and most of them are obliging most of them are like, yep yeah, absolutely let's go i'll be waiting for you back in my house once you've Solved all the crimes I mean it's Yeah
1: And there's that blonde woman Who's just like Every time she's alone With a man It's like You and I got nothing to do Let's <laughs> yeah. fuck And everyone's like Oh you Yeah Like no one actually Wants to have sex with her They're always like Oh you Yeah Always you trying like? to oh. Have sex with people
0: <laughs> So in, so endearing uh, Yeah um, Yeah that, There's the scene Where they're outside the uh, Outside the police station And she's just with that old cop And she's like Oh nothing to do wanna have wanna have sex and he's like
1: <laughs> oh yeah you know he goes shut up <laughs> <laughs> shut up like, i mean you know at least reaction. that's
0: uh you know at least they saved us that sex scene thank god
1: yeah but also sir just say no thank you i've not yeah. like this don't be rude to her
0: yeah it was a genuine kind offer
1: yeah she just offered it up like you know she didn't <laughs> you know just say no. You don't have to be weird.
0: He's got his mind on other things.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're both at work. They <laughs> <laughs> are both at work, and should not. No one should be doing any of the things that they're doing in this movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, no, no one really. Yeah, no one really does their job well in, in this film. Let's face it; in all ranks uh, and all, um, yeah, no one, no one knows what they're doing. So, yeah, a lot of sex, a lot of boob shots, dodgy music.
1: But then, as you pointed out, not actual sex. Like, no one has sex. They just, like, flop on top of each <laughs> yeah. other and, like, yeah, suck each other's chins.
0: Like slugs.
1: And then something always interrupts them, and they're like, eh, oh, well.
0: I, I'm sure that was a um, uh, an actor or actress saying, you know what? I think this is all we need.
1: Yeah. Flopping is fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: Flopping's in my contract. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> if you had to rate the sex and nudity out of, out of five, how would you rate the
1: I would say, like, five, because it's, like, the, it's the driving force. It is the driving force of Samurai Cop. <laughs> yeah. I want to put this out there. Like, Samurai Cop, it's basically, like, soft porn. <laughs> yeah. Beyond, But, like, really, really soft porn, because no, nobody actually has sex.
0: Yeah.
1: That's the thing. Everything that happens in between the sex scenes is such nonsense. Such, like, pointless, weird nonsense. My brain just sort of, like, zones out, and then I'm like, Oh, boobs and butts.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say anything about what that (laughs) says about your character. But, you know, I was I was very committed to finding about the minutiae of the uh, police (laughs) in uh, Los Angeles. But fair enough, boobs. Yeah. Clearly
1: a more mature person than I was. I say boobs. (laughs) Yeah. So
0: five out of five. Wow. Started strong. I've gone for three out of five. Maybe, I should, maybe that's a bit unfair. Maybe I was thinking what it actually contributes, but then the music and the comedy and the the butt transition. I mean, that's yeah. No, I'm gonna push it up to. I'm um, gonna push it up to four. Then we move on to acting in Samurai Cop. Oh boy! Whoa, there's some acting going on here. <laughs> some acting is happening in Samurai Cop, allegedly. Yeah, I mean, this is. Nobody blinks in this film. <laughs> no. Not much blinking going on. No one knows how to express emotion uh, unless having sex or fighting.
1: Yeah. Or like being annoyed. Like Samurai Cop himself. I think that's, this is on the IMDb that he just hated every second of it. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <And> <laughs> his his just... annoyance is real.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, he made the second one, right? He was in the second one. Did you know there's a
1: second one? I did not know there was a second yeah, one. Yeah,
0: and there oh, is a no. second one made in 2015. And guess which cult's hero has a cameo in Samurai Cop 2? Like the best person that could possibly be in Samurai Cop 2.
1: I don't know. I don't the, know. The man would...
0: himself, Tommy Wiseau, is in oh <laughs> Samurai Cop 2.
1: Of course he is.
0: Oh, if ever there's a need for a, a crossover movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to find it for like the last three weeks. No, but it's like a, it's like an urban legend. <laughs> I want to see
1: oh Tommy Wiseau
0: have bad sex with a lady in Samurai Cop Two.
1: No, <laughs> I don't want that.
0: <laughs> a rose, yeah, you know, it's got it's oh all the, uh, yeah. So if anyone out there has a copy of Samurai Cop Two, please contact me on Twitter, and I will do a three hour special. <laughs>
1: Amazing.
0: Yeah. So, but yeah. So I mean, he kind of hated it that much.
1: It's like that scene where he's, but sorry, I've like forgotten every character's name. It was, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's a either. lady's birthday. Who's the like main oh, lady uh, that Jennifer. He likes? Jennifer. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's Jennifer's birthday. And he's like, hey, it's your birthday today. Here's a cake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never seen someone so annoyed that it's someone's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> he's so angry about the fact it's Jennifer's birthday yeah. and that he made her this cake. Like, you, dis- you disgust me. Ugh, I <laughs> made you. And I think that must just be the actor being like, I hate this, why am I here? Why am I talking about someone's birthday?
0: Yeah, I think it makes it better knowing how angry and annoyed he is. I get the sense that everyone is just in every scene reading off massive cue cards behind the camera because nobody looks at other characters when they're acting. They're just staring blankly into the distance.
1: And sometimes dead into the lens, which I found like borderline experimental <laughs> yeah
0: was like oh we've gone we've gone meta here this is exciting yeah,
1: broken the fourth wall yeah.
0: fleabag moments this is yeah. good <laughs> i i just love the richard Ayoade in uh garth Marenghi's dark place character acting from um from frank in sure, i hope that richard aowadi watched um samurai cop preparing for garth Marenghi's dark place
1: there is a bit of that yeah
0: mark fraser playing frank washington Brilliant. Amazing I would
1: say genuinely the best actor. Like on a purely like, no, I'm not being funny. (laughs) 100% serious. Because like this, he's like vaguely charming. Yeah. (laughs) While everyone else in this movie is despicable.
0: Yeah. And I also (laughs) found out that he auditioned without knowing what part he was playing. And he was just given the part. He just turned up to the director's house.
1: Amazing
0: was given the part so you know did
1: he laugh in the audition and they're like that <laughs> yeah, laugh.
0: that's the one
1: it sounds like music
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's it's so he's in the sequels as well
1: does he so, laugh in the sequel i feel like 90 percent of his part is laughing right
0: laughing and going ooh, but without sound just sort of just sort of reacting to um every sex proposition <laughs> basically just goes ooh, <laughs> oh sex
1: what I hate about that is I can see in my hat like I can place myself on that day of shooting and the director asking this guy just to stand in front of the camera and like pull a bunch of faces and I <laughs> yeah. can imagine that that, sh- that take lasted five minutes yep. and the, the, he's just like doing like the hand gesture like <laughs> keep going, keep going and this poor actor's like I don't know how many more faces I can pull, I've run out. <laughs> I I feel really bad for him
0: the editing as well like they they'll just leave the shot lingering on for like three seconds after is at all necessary so all the actors are like kind of stopped acting halfway through and then they're like "Uh, oh okay we're still going okay fine cool (laughs) okay no no okay fine cool I mean I think they really commit to the fighting there that has to be said the fighting acting they do is quite quite extraordinary
1: with the swords, I like, they're like, they do that thing of being like, look at me, sushi swishing the sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to find a compliment that I can say about this movie. Yeah. And the swishing of the sword. We'll get
0: there. We've got time. We've got time.
1: It's a little cool.
0: <laughs> okay, so if you had to rate the acting out of five for Entertainment Valley, whether good or bad, what would you? What
1: would I'll you give could? it to, just, I'll give it to because of Mark Fraser, because... <laughs> He did something. Yeah. He did something. I don't know if he tried, but he did something.
0: Yeah. He brought something to the table. I, yeah, I said two or five.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
0: Speaking as a, you know, actor, technically, the acting is not very good. It's a two out of five. But in terms of commitment and in terms of comedy value and just how it fits fits the piece (laughs) of con five out of five because i've watched this film two and a half times in 10 days
1: (laughs) that's a lot
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay now we move on to gore slash violence in samurai cop how do you feel about i mean there's a lot of fighting there's a lot of yeah it's not
1: very gory though the blood someone's (laughs) head
0: gets delicately sliced off with a samurai sword without any no, without any noise without any logic well
1: there's like a bit <laughs> of noise through
0: like a Frankfurter
1: it sounds like the foley artist like cut into jello <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the sound of it. they're like yeah this sounds like bones
0: the slicing off of the head which is then lifted up as like a paper mache football is um quite extraordinary there's a lot of there's a lot of guns that for a film about samurai fighting there's a lot of shooting out of cars yes yes there's a lot of shotguns there's some machine guns the full the full range of guns really swords good old hand-on-hand combat yeah
1: but then like my my objection to the gore violent side is that anytime anyone is injured in a fight someone just came over with like a red sharpie and colored (laughs) their shirt and like it's just some of the most like It's just not believable blood as well. And it's not in like an exaggerated Tarantino sense. It is just like red paint. (laughs) It's so bad. There's
0: one scene where uh, someone gets their arm sliced off and we get a bit of a bit of, you know, pump action going on, which is that's a little bit exciting.
1: Yeah, but then they cut the arm and it's like, I used to own that arm. You buy it at the <laughs> Halloween store. <laughs> like, no one put any effort into this.
0: This is true. Yeah, but then about, I don't know, about three quarters of the way through the film, it gets quite gritty. It suddenly turns into like a gritty police drama where they're like threatening people with knives and pouring burning things over people and it gets quite... <laughs> It gets quite um gets quite intense. It's like, oh, this is, you know, this has turned into some gritty eighties cop drama now. This is um not what I expected.
1: But with just the worst sound design <laughs> yeah. ever.
0: Someone just opening a can of Lilts just off off camera.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like the burning is just some it's someone making bacon i'm yep. sorry that's, the sound. that's not flash or anything and the woman just sounds mildly annoyed yeah she's like i'm burning <laughs> hot this is hot please don't do this to me
0: yeah i feel like a lot of these um were just rehearsals on camera and then they were like okay yep yeah, we got all we need moving on <laughs> this is one take one take people
1: I didn't say any of my lines, though. (laughs) That's fine.
0: We'll dub that in. Everything is dubbed in this film.
1: Yes, everything is dubbed.
0: Yeah. um, I mean, I don't even know if those are the actors' voices or other actors' voices.
1: Apparently, a lot of the voices of the smaller roles are the director because he couldn't find the actors.
0: (laughs) He just fled the country. (laughs) For some
1: reason, he couldn't get the actual actors back in to dub it, so it's just the director being like, I'm a different person. Hello. (laughs) Hello, I am now a lady. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like your check, sir? (laughs) It's really... Oh, God.
0: Yeah, yeah. But the, the fights are pretty good. They look like they'd, you know, actually been choreographed and kind of people knew what they were doing in some places.
1: Yeah. It doesn't look like they were just... (laughs) like wigging it (laughs) it's the faint praise i will give it
0: yeah i feel like sex and fight choreography were the two days that they really they really concentrated (laughs) on what was happening
1: yeah okay now we're gonna try guys (laughs) yeah yeah we can we can we've
0: got some filler we've got some dialogue we've got some other stuff that will happen but mainly we want to see tits and um, samurai swords
1: today we're we're working at 50 percent, guys because today is special (laughs) (laughs) it's boobs and a fight scene I mean, you need to really
0: up your game here. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like none of it was gratuitous. I felt like they could have gone all out, but um, I'm sure that's purely a budget thing. But nevertheless, I have gone for four out of five for Gore and Violence, because I thought it was entertaining, whether good or bad. I had fun watching people's arms get chopped off and someone's head get sliced off like butter. It was fun. I'm guessing you've gone the other way on this one.
1: Well, yeah, because I know you're saying budget is a defense here, but then may I may I offer up like Evil Dead or something like that? You know, like, I <laughs> yeah. feel like budget should not be preventing people from doing decent gore effects and decent like violence, <laughs> decent violence. That's a weird phrase. Yeah, I'm so, I'm I'm the yeah.
0: I'm the good samurai cop. You're the bad samurai cop. <laughs> I'm the bad samurai cop. I am. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe yeah. maybe they're just trying to make a you know. It's a good movie. Well, maybe they should. <laughs> yeah, maybe they suck.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna give it a two. Wasn't two. Impressed. Whoa. I like. I'm a bit of a gore hound, and so I'm not Halloween prop. Um, not good <laughs> enough for me. No. Nope.
0: Okay, that's fair enough. All right, then we move on to WTF moments, which I have just written the full film. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you have any favorite WTF moments in? was there any point where you thought okay this is this is too far now what what is happening
1: oh gosh i hope to... would this be different from favorite scenes
0: uh yeah i mean we can we can recap at the at the end what your favorite scene is or you can go into more detail but
1: my favorite scenes are both the most outrageous moments <laughs> <So> i'm trying <laughs> to like okay i'll offer one now and one later so first one uh is when they're in the hospital and he's hitting on the doctor, nurse, lady medical professional. I've remembered this movie so well, even though I watched it like an <laughs> hour ago. <laughs> this is the state of my brain. And she, of course, hitting on him like of
0: aggressively. Yeah. She's a um, woman and he's uh he's a samurai cop.
1: And there's two bits like there's a bit where he takes her stethoscope and goes yeah. Bing, is that what he says? Bing into the microphone. No, he says bing. He says bingo. He says bingo. Bingo. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. bingo. Oh, I've written bing in my notes <laughs> and I've forgotten it was <laughs> I mean, actually bingo. You might bingo. as well have said bing. bing. It's a perfectly reasonable. <laughs> That's the thing. Piece None of, of this movie this makes film. sense. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no, uh, he says
0: bingo because she says, "Do you want to have sex with me?"
1: that makes sense why would he say bing i don't know why (laughs) yeah yeah so he says bingo into her stethoscope Mm -hmm, and then she grabs his dick and says nothing there (laughs) yeah well that's
0: the thing he sort of she just sort of like looks at him as if she has the power to you know figure out a man's penis size by you know looking into his soul
1: no, no, she, she, I, you see her hand. It's off, it's off screen, but her hand goes in. Oh, really? I am a hundred percent sure I saw that. I
0: thought she was just sort of like a like a shining moment where she just goes. <laughs> She's
1: the shining, the dick shining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, it's not enough. It's not enough for me. Okay, so you think she?
1: I can. Cons- I swear, I saw her arm go. Puchung okay because that i think my brain went because obviously my reaction was like oh okay that's not a we're in a workplace ma'am
0: yeah while his colleague frank is sort of watching and then does, a, does a
1: look to camera <laughs> both Ooh. the other side of the room and also like a different dimension entirely of yes, his own yes. that's how badly those shots are edited <laughs> together
0: yeah yeah i will talk about that scene a little bit more later on as well i feel like um we're both um in agreement that that is a spectacular scene.
1: Yes, yes.
0: I've just gone for the head being sliced off as my favourite WTF moment because there's a lot of stuff at play here. Firstly, this guy, the guy in the hospital has been burnt alive and is completely wrapped in bandages, bleeding in a hospital bed. Uh samurai cop and Frank say, well, whatever happens, don't let anyone else in this room unless they're a nurse or a doctor. 3 seconds later while he's off flirting with another woman this sexy mafia lady dressed as a trash lady comes in and says hey i need to go in there and change the trash and then he's like okay that's fine and out pops this the massive evil samurai gang man and then proceeds to slice off this poor guy's head while he makes weird sex noises
1: <laughs> he does make weird sex noises <laughs> uh, uh not the reaction to getting your head cut off oh oh, that's a shame (laughs) yeah
0: yeah gurgles a bit and then head clean off i mean it's yeah makes absolutely no sense but it's extraordinary (laughs) but yeah the whole film the whole film is a wtf moment i think from opening shots to the blessed relief of the end credits (laughs) (laughs) It is. (laughs) So I've given WTF moments three out of five. How about you?
1: I would say maybe I'd go four out of five.
0: Yeah, I guess because I'd I'd settled into the fact that this whole film is completely nuts. You know, there are only one or two moments that blew my mind over everything else that's happening. So maybe I've averaged it out as three out of five. But um, you're going to go four?
1: I think so, because I'm just remembering that scene with the waiter. And I the waiter in the restaurant who they're trying to question and for some reason he's written like that's
0: also in my (laughs) that's also spoiler alert that's also in my favorite scenes but no 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 please um please give your hot take on on this on this scene i'll let
1: you describe most of it but my one takeaway was that he was written like an alice in wonderland character like a shesha cat (laughs) like he's talking about a guy who like who killed him and it's like him (laughs) himself
0: <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs>
1: what is going
0: on i just love that that guy i mean he's pulling a lot of weight in the acting category
1: really is
0: yeah i feel like they were just like yes this is we're going we're going to go with this it's yeah it does not match the rest of the tone of the film whatsoever but it's absolutely fine you can see the other guys as well going even for this film this is a bit weird <laughs> a Bit much <laughs> You've you've persuaded me to knock mine up to three point five. That's fair. <clears throat> and then we move on to the writing. Written by the director, of course. My first note makes no sense. It makes no sense. Nothing makes any sense. I've written down a few quotes, but do you have a favourite moment in the plot or do you have a do you have any comments on the script for this wonderful film?
1: I oh there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> This, I like when the police chief is talking to the gangster's lawyer and he says, get a job.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's like he
1: has a job, he's his yeah. lawyer. That's literally why this conversation is happening <laughs> is because he has a job and his job is to be the gangster's lawyer.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is the chief of police, right?
1: Yes, yeah. Which
0: is in every 90s movie. There's always a slightly angry chief of police, yeah.
1: Oh, and... God, I don't even remember the context of this. When the Samurai Cop goes, ah, the Episcopal Church. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, it's when he's trying to get the date with the lady and she's like, yeah, hey, yeah, the, yeah, with this is the yeah. woman who... Is it Jennifer? Oh yeah. my God, I'm sorry. All these women like look the same to me. It's the woman from the restaurant. Yeah, That's Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer from the he's trying to get this date with Jennifer from the restaurant, and she's like, "Oh, I'm busy Thursday because I'm I've got to talk to the like uh, budget person." And then mm-hmm. on Sunday, I've got to go to church, and it's like, "What church do you go to?" It's like, "Oh, Episcopal church." And yeah. then he's he says, "Ah, the Episcopal church, very nice." Yeah. He's like, "Ah, yeah, it's a really like great, just <laughs> yeah. a great religious sect. I love it."
0: <laughs> I'm glad to hear you go to that one.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs>
0: The scene right at the beginning in the um in the helicopter when uh, is it peggy
1: oh the one that they call girl cop i hate that she's at one point just references girl cop
0: <laughs> as if they Can't were hoping say. as if they were hoping for a spin-off movie <laughs> they
1: go like peggy the girl cop uh yes because there's, there's just one woman in the entire police force it's peggy
0: yeah i just put um after he's kind of busted the guys and just goes you keep it up joe goes oh it's up and ready You just keep it warm. And she goes, It's warm and ready. And he says, Keep it warm about five times throughout the film. Are you talking about her vagina or the bed? Everything to him is an invitation to sex.
1: Yeah, I may stop by, so uh, keep it warm
0: i may stop by as well please wait in yeah that's the thing it's like i
1: may stop by keep your vagina warm (laughs) all of this evening because i may just turn up and you know i don't like a cold vagina (laughs) so
0: (laughs) it's everything ready at all times
1: yeah i think because that encapsulate like that to me is that is samurai cop it's a movie that just does not understand what sex is (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> we think that a vagina has to somehow be like, <laughs> yeah.
0: like oven ready. <laughs> <laughs> oven ready. You <laughs> preheat the vagina to 180 degrees.
1: Any intercourse? Do you dare <laughs> come in after uh out of the snow with that? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand.
0: Oh, a mere, a mere shivan. What do you wish you knew? <laughs> yeah, I've also written down uh my favorite police chief guy line. Where he said, I feel like someone stuck a big club up my ass, and it hurts. I gotta figure a way to get it out of there. Oh, okay. I mean, that's quite a detailed analogy for being slightly annoyed. I feel like the writer was trying to put some comedy in here and then...
1: It's just too long. Like a joke shouldn't be that long. It's like yeah. I've got a stick in my ass and it hurts, and you know I should really figure out who put that stick up there <laughs> and how I can get it out because you know it's a real inconvenience. I can't sit down. And, like, it like just it just like I yeah, that's not how you write comedy, sir. I'm sorry.
0: But I mean, just for the sheer ambition of the of the project uh, and the script and all the stuff that makes no sense and the fact that it genuinely is hilarious intentional. Otherwise, I've gone four out of five the writing of, of this film what have you chosen clarice
1: i've gone three because like some of the sentences aren't even grammatically correct so <laughs> <laughs> you don't get four i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: that's fair that's, that's fair okay now we move on to the special effects oh my god how do you feel about this
1: i mean what are we classifying as special effects oh i'm being here?
0: i'm being very generous with because <laughs> with i feel
1: like there are none
0: well I feel like they spent most of the budget on setting the guy on fire. That was pretty
1: oh yeah,
0: impressive. That's a special effect. Even though you can clearly see that he's covered in fireproof gel over his entire body.
1: And also that he's just running in circles going, I'm fire, fire.
0: And then what it says we- something about the safety on set that the actual actors have to <laughs> put out the fire in the scene. Like usually you'd cut to, you know, someone making sure that he's still alive. But no, they just did it in shot, hoping for the best.
1: Yeah, and the guy just kind of gives up and lies down on the floor while still on fire.
0: Yeah, but, you know, it's a key plot point because then we get the beautiful head removal sex noise scene later on in the film, so
1: it's, yeah. it's
0: all there. Yeah, that was, that was my primary mention of special effects. Lots of explosions, lots of things blowing up. There's the amazing yeah. scene where... um one of the gang rolls a uh, grenade under a car and uh, someone lets off a smoke machine. That's, pretty, um, that's yeah. pretty impressive.
1: It's hard because like I would almost not classify any of these things as special effects because there's no effect to it. Like they just set that guy on fire <laughs> and they just set that van on fire, which I like that van yeah. because have you seen um, Pixar's Onward?
0: No, I haven't. No, that's a good film, so I haven't got around to <laughs> but that it's yet. it's the
1: same van. It's really <laughs> weird. I don't know why. it's. It just looks like the van from Oddwood. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so it really threw me off for of that entire car chase. I expected, like, Chris Pratt to roll out. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, it's like, it, it, there's no, like, allusion to anything that they do in this movie. They're just no. like, this guy's going to be on fire. We're just going to set him on fire and, and hope he doesn't die. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I am nitpicking here. No, 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 no,
0: please do. I Yeah, I just put there's lots of explosions. I put there's people thrown through windows, but then thinking about it, those are probably real glass windows. Probably just <laughs> <laughs> thrown
1: through a window. Yeah. Like, they did not get any sugar glass. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not convinced that there was, like, any, like, stunt work <laughs> like anything yeah they just like beat people
0: i guess gore effects could also be classed as a special effect i mean the the sex scene is kind of a special effect in that you almost believe that they might be interested in each other
1: <laughs> almost almost
0: i've gone three out of five which is probably a bit generous and you've persuaded me to knock it down to a 2.5
1: <laughs> i'm gonna be mean and say one i'm one. sorry
0: Whoa, I think that might be the first one of the podcast so far.
1: It's neither special nor effect. You don't get anything, I got.
0: That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, I also put that the wig constantly changes. That's quite impressive.
1: True. That is special and an effect. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then... We come to the overall rating of Samurai Cop. How how do you even begin to to rate this film out of five <laughs> using your professional you know years of film studies and film criticism God. and you know your wise wise words? How how do you rate? Uh, how do you rate it out of five?
1: I'm trying to think of all the other ratings I gave and collate them together, and I'm I'm feeling a three. Because the thing with Samurai Cop, it's like it, it is so outrageous and so terrible. <laughs> but the cult films I really love, I, I don't like. I don't feel the passion. Where's the passion? You know, like I don't feel like anybody believed in this project. <laughs> no one was like this. I
0: feel like the I feel like the writer director. I feel like that this is his time to shine. I feel he believed he was making a, a decent film here.
1: Maybe decent, but I like it when it's somebody who's like, this is, you know, this is my legacy. (laughs) Like, this is it. It kind of is, is... in a way. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, You hadn't heard of Samurai Cop 2, so, you know.
1: True. No, I'm going to stick with, I think I'm going to stick with 3. I'm sorry to be so, like, mid-level with it, but, you know... I would just, you know, put the, I want, where's the love, man?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We saw the love. It was 10 minutes of boobs.
1: Yeah, that was not love. That was not love. (laughs) (laughs) If this man, if this director man thinks that's love, then (laughs) I'm going to, you need some therapy sessions. Yeah.
0: Okay. Three out of five. I have gone, I mean, I'm going to blow your mind here. I've gone 4.5 out of five. Just because I've watched it two and a half times now and it's, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's that I've seen a lot of cult films, trashy films so far where, you know, halfway through I've like, oh, I can't, this is too, this is too much. I can't. But I actually looked forward, actually look forward to watching this again. I'd say two times is probably a maximum within 10 days I'd recommend (laughs) for anyone out there. Yeah. Yeah. 4.5 out of 5. It's, it's funny. It's trashy. It's got good action. It's got stupid sex scenes. It's got a very catchy soundtrack. It's yeah, it's it's good fun. I really enjoyed it.
1: Maybe I w- maybe I feel because my first experience of it was such a like pure midnight, like alcohol was involved, <laughs> yeah. and I feel like it's that kind of movie, and would maybe I feel like would benefit from being seeing it with a crowd.
0: Oh yeah, I'd love to see this with um yeah, with a group of people. Yeah,
1: something about watching Samurai Cop on your own. <laughs> it's a really lonely experience yeah
0: (laughs) okay so we've we've kind of touched on our favorite uh scenes but um can can you pick a definitive favorite scene
1: i i just i'm still not over the keep it warm (laughs) i can't it boggles the mind yeah keep it warm okay keep it warm that's the thing keep it warm
0: he says it at the beginning and then later on He winks after he says anything remotely sexual as well, as if to say, that's an innuendo. I mean sex. I've done the wink.
1: I think it's the second time. It's that I may stop by.
0: Yeah, that's the second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Keep it warm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, I have gone for the eccentric waiter in the restaurant talking about Jennifer's dad committing suicide in a cryptic way this is the fact he's so out there and eccentric and he's a really fun character yeah (laughs) bang bang he got shot yes who killed him him who himself Uh, he committed suicide yes (laughs) and then the scene with the um the nurse in the hospital (laughs) you like what you see Mm -mm, i do oh do you want to touch me yes do you want to fuck me Yes, I do. <laughs> it's just like... Bingo. Not Bing, sadly. <laughs> Bing. That whole scene in the hospital is an extraordinary piece of work. Favourite um, character?
1: My favourite character was in the office, at Jennifer's office, at the restaurant. There's a big, yawn lion head. He's yes. my favourite character. Yeah. <laughs> and the camera keeps cutting to him. It keeps panning to the lion, and I'm like, ooh, what's the lion think? <laughs>
0: I think, that's, I, I think that's so they could make it tax deductible at the end of the shoe. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, right, what can we claim? Right, okay, yep.
1: Lion, yarn lion. <laughs> Ridiculous. I've
0: gone for Frank. I just said he's cool, calm, collected, doesn't put up with any shit, wears a suit because and we haven't even talked about the amount of double denim that features in Samurai Cop.
1: A little tiny muscle tees and tank tops and.
0: Yep. It's all there, and yeah, I've just commented on Frank's amazing delayed laugh that seems to happen after every comment that Joe makes because you know he supports his he supports his colleagues. He's a good guy.
1: Yeah, he's my favorite human character. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm allowed to pick an inanimate object, it's lion. Yeah, Mr. yeah, lion.
0: Straight out of left field. Didn't expect that, but it, <laughs> it is accepted. It is accepted. Okay, and now we come to probably the most important part of the podcast. It is time for the Samurai Cop quiz. How are you feeling about your knowledge of Samurai Cop?
1: Oh, so bad. Considering <laughs> I thought you said Bing, I don't know why this movie is just like... Yeah, that's my, my first question. What not- does he say
0: into... stuff? <laughs> Bing!
1: My brain is like not, was not in a good place for this movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's not in a good place after watching the movie. It's, no,
1: nope, nope, nope.
0: Well, I can tell you the good news is that you've already mentioned the answer to one of the questions. So if you have a brief memory of the last 60 minutes, then you will be okay. Would you like to ask questions first or would you like to answer them?
1: Uh, I can ask first.
0: Okay. I lost the last podcast. So I'm determined to win this time around. But let's see. Let's see
1: my first question is what is a samurai
0: what is a samurai
1: yeah because this movie doesn't know what is a samurai
0: (laughs) well you've gone left field again your (laughs) deep philosophical questions which i had not prepared for well what is a samurai a very powerful mighty person with a sword that's trained in um, the martial arts and stuff?
1: <laughs> like, <can't>, no. <laughs> the uh, samurai no. with the hereditary military nobility and officer caste of medieval and early modern Japan from the 12th century to their abolition in the 1870s.
0: Well, kinda, Hence, that's kind of what I meant. You
1: cannot have a samurai cop. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just... This like a samurai is not a ninja who is like a ninja's a a job in a way (laughs) you know like you train to be a ninja and you become a ninja i think they got it confused maybe they wanted to be ninja cop but samurai cop is like i don't know it'd be like calling the movie um duke cop (laughs) (laughs) samurai is not a job it's position that you're born sorry it's because i'm such a history nerd i was like we have to clarify a few things here
0: well, alright, well I can I can still pull it around. I can still pull it back. I can still get the next four right, that's fine. <laughs> question two.
1: This one we have already discussed, but I'm gonna ask anyways. Why is the movie set entirely during daytime?
0: Because they could not afford to have any artificial light in the production, is that?
1: Correct. Yes.
0: My brief 30 seconds of research paid off. Amazing. One point.
1: So question three. I'm sorry, I've been really mean. (laughs) What is the only emotion all of these women are allowed to feel? Um. Every woman in this movie has one emotion. What is that emotion?
0: Lust for Joe.
1: Yeah, yeah. My answer was horniness. Yeah, that's. You get the point. You get the point. Definitely. Get a
0: point. Amazing. (laughs) Wait, I've got two points so far.
1: You've got two points.
0: Two points. Okay.
1: Question four. How many takes on average were there?
0: Oh, um, per, well, one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, one. there was usually just one take.
0: <laughs> I love that all of your questions have come from IMTV trivia. <laughs> yeah, because
1: the movie was so confusing I had to look at IMTV. <laughs> Number five. Why does this movie exist?
0: Oh, Okay. Well, join us in part two of the podcast where we will try and figure out why this was allowed to happen. <laughs> um, why does it exist? Well, you know, we all need to escape our lives sometimes. There's a lot of weird stuff going on in the world right now. Sometimes we need to watch a bunch of terrible actors in a terrible movie with some terrible props and a lot of sexy, sexy boobs. And I feel samurai cop delivers on all fronts but i'm guessing that is not the answer you have written down
1: my answer was because there's a hell and we're all going there
0: <laughs> whoa okay that's going to be the soundbite that just plays to advertise
1: <laughs> <in>
0: this <laughs> so i'm just going to cut the rest of our conversation just to- so what did you think of uh samurai
1: cop i believe in hell
0: <laughs> <laughs> was that question five
1: yeah, that's question five.
0: Oh, okay. So I got four out of five. Um, or
1: three out of three, five. Three, three out of five.
0: How are you feeling? Confident?
1: Bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Right. Question one. What color is the helicopter that Peggy travels in?
1: Oh my god! It was just like helicopter colored, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. I didn't. It, I didn't register the helicopter being different from a normal helicopter. It was, I was—I want to say like blue because that's a generic helicopter color. I'm
0: afraid that is an incorrect answer. Oh no! The answer was red. It's a red. It's a red helicopter. Anyone who knows Samurai Cop okay. knows that Peggy travels in a, redhead. In
1: a red. red helicopter. Yeah, it's like you know the greatest it's... bit of the movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Question two.
1: <laughs> okay. I
0: mean, I feel like you know, if you were mean, I've been mean. Okay. Question two. What is the name of the restaurant where Joe and Frank go to meet the Katana Gang?
1: Wait, it had a name? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, it's got a name.
1: Um, Big old lion face restaurant. Big lion... Lion... The lion's den.
0: Oh, if only. If only. It was the Blue Lagoon.
1: That doesn't match the decor. No, <laughs> I don't accept that answer. The, the restaurant's like some like crappy like English country it's the ugliest restaurant I've ever seen like well it's
0: a good cover-up for all this <laughs> evil evil scheming gang stuff
1: you called a blue lagoon
0: blue lagoon yeah sorry that you are disappointed in getting that question wrong question three <laughs>
1: I checked <reject> that <laughs>
0: <laughs> question three what animal head is on the wall in Jennifer's lion, office
1: lion! <laughs> My man, Mr. Lion, big old lion face.
0: Yeah. Yeah, all of the above is acceptable. One point. (laughs) One point. Okay. (laughs) So close to getting that holiday to mallorca Right. Question four. Where does Joe conveniently bump into Jennifer before talking her into coming back to his house? I
1: uh there's uh there's no locations in this film, right?
0: Well, there (laughs) is back for a
1: second. Oh my god. I'm gonna give you okay. a I'm gonna
0: give you a clue. We have already discussed this location.
1: Where did they go? Um it was either the police state was it the police station?
0: Incorrect. I'll give you one more chance.
1: The restaurant?
0: Oh, this is disappointing. It's the church. He meets her at her church. I conveniently bumped into her after the church and then says, Oh hey, you're here. Let's go back to let's go back to my my place, okay. my office.
1: I just this movie makes no sense how am I meant to remember things in it it was just a series of colors and no he conveniently
0: bumped (sighs) into her okay because he knew she was going to be there and yeah the church that we all know and love
1: (laughs) okay but let's just point out you've seen this two and a half times Mm -hmm. I saw it once and I have a a stupid person brain brain. (laughs) (laughs) okay so you've got one point so far it's all to play for (laughs) (laughs) okay
0: i think you can do this i believe in you question five how do the gang get peggy to talk
1: they um or they put oil bacon whatever that was in that frying pan boiling
0: i will accept that yes pour boiling oil slash butter on her yes i think it's butter but um
1: sorry what it's,
0: <laughs> i think but, it's butter because in the scene prior to that she's melting <sighs> butter but i put oil slash butter in there so yeah because
1: you know what tortures anyone with melted. i'm uh, <laughs> uh yeah you know that famous medieval torture technique yeah but where she's already co- she's already butter. cooking
0: she's not like preparing it for them to come in like they oh they're probably I gonna want to like, torture me i better get the better get the oil out
1: yeah, but just press the frying pan on her then. Don't pull butter. Like, she's like a pig you're about to <laughs> roast. Like, what the hell? There's a reason people use oil.
0: Okay, well, we can agree to disagree. Super <laughs> um, so, so fans out of the film will things, be screaming sorry, okay. at their uh, podcast apps now, going, you idiot, of course it's not butter. Okay, so you got that one. You got two out of five. So okay, therefore. I win the quiz. I'm very happy. <laughs> All those hours of watching have paid off.
1: It <laughs> <He> paid off.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so we're nearly at the end of the podcast. It's been a joy discussing this film with you. Do you have any final thoughts on the film? Um, would you say it's a cult film worth seeing?
1: I. I think the perfect way to see it is, like, in an all-night movie marathon. Because mm-hmm. it, I don't know, there's something about it, it, it just slots in really well with, like, I can imagine just watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space after yes. this, you know? It, it's so of its genre. Because Samurai Cop is just two random words, like, smushed together. <laughs> <laughs> and that describes, like like, 90% of cult movies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I feel like, yeah, you want to see it with a bunch of friends, a late-night movie marathon with like maybe a little bit of alcohol if that is your thing.
0: Do you have any other uh, recommendations for similar films or, you know, equally cult slash weird films?
1: My favourite trashy, low-budget cult movie has always been Birdemic, Shock and Terror.
0: You know what? I've still not seen it and I really need to, um, it's like it's lingering above my, um, my recommendations and I really need to go and see that.
1: This goes back to what I was talking about earlier that my favorite cult movies are the ones where the director was absolutely convinced that they had made a sincere masterpiece and the guy who directed Birdemic thought he was making like he was inspired by Alfred Hitchcock's birds <laughs> and that's the level he thought he was working at but there's oh there's no real birds in it it's just it's like they took little um like gifts of birds and they just put it on the screen <laughs> and they like hover in midair going, <laughs> eh, eh. like it really has to be seen to be believed. It's an incredible movie. that's
0: I'm gonna hundred percent gonna seek that out. Do you have anything to plug? Where can people find out about your your writing or any projects you've got coming up?
1: Uh, all of my stuff can be found on my Twitter at Chloe Slew if anybody likes American Horror Story I host with my friend Anna a weekly podcast where literally we started from episode one and we're working through because we're super fans and uh it's the the weirdest dumbest most wonderful show on television <laughs> I love American Horror Story
0: yeah I think I made it to I think I've seen four and I yeah I didn't venture There's so many episodes it's how yeah. many do you, how many seasons are there now
1: uh I think we're up to season 10 now right
0: and there's, like, at least 10 episodes a season? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of...
1: It's, like, longer than Game of Thrones And you now, mock I me think. for
0: having seen Samurai Cup two and a half times, and you're watching 100 hours of American <laughs> for, Horror Story. like,
1: Zone. the 10th time, because <laughs> yeah. this is all I watch is American Horror Story.
0: Right, well, now we have to go back to the real world thing that we're living in now, and um, I'm going to go watch another 20 strange films and have a lie down in a dark room. <laughs> But uh, thank you so much for joining me, Clarice, and um, I will speak to you very soon.
1: Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. No worries. Take care. Bye. Bye.
0: Right. That is the end of episode two of the Big Fat Cult movie podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. And most importantly, I hope you'll be rushing to watch Samurai Cop if you haven't seen it so far. Thank you again to Clarice for joining me to talk about the film on the podcast today. Follow her on Twitter at Clarice Lou. that's Clarice L-O-U. And you can follow the podcast at BigFatCult, and you can follow me at Chris underscore Mayo. We've got loads of fantastic guests and fantastic films to be discussed over the coming weeks. Next episode, I'm very excited to be joined by Cliff Barnes of the Devil Times Five podcast, and we will be looking at Alejandro Hodorovsky's surreal masterpiece, The Holy Mountain. Whoa, well, that is a big, that is a big episode. We <laughs> delve right in. So if you haven't seen that, go and check that film out. It's an absolutely extraordinary film. By contrast, I'll also be looking at Troma's *Poultrygeist* Geist with comedian Angus Dunnikin. I'll be discussing Street Trash with comedian and writer Tom Tuck. And I'll be talking about Chopping Mall with actress, improviser, and musician Holly Mallett. Plus, lots, lots more to be announced over the coming weeks and months. So do subscribe on iTunes. Do leave a nice review and rating if you've enjoyed it so far. For now, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Big Fat Cult Movie Podcast. My name's Chris Mayo and I'll see you in another episode very soon. Goodbye.